0: Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 20th of October. In the top news globally, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell made statements last evening about the course of monetary policy in the US. He said that the US Central Bank is proceeding carefully as it considers the path of policy and is prepared to raise interest rates again if policymakers see further signs of resilient economic growth. He was speaking at the Economic Club of New York. Now, market participants are likely to read this as a sign that the Fed will keep interest rates unchanged at the next meeting at the end of October. But the door is left open for the rate hike, and uh, that is possibly at the start of next year. Now, turning to earnings, we had a couple of FMCG companies report earnings post-market hours, and it's a bit of a mixed bag. Hindustan Unilever had its net profit for the second quarter remain flat on a year-on-year basis, in line with analyst estimates. Volume growth was probably the biggest takeaway. It slowed to a six-quarter low of 2% on a high base. The consolidated net profit fell about half a percent over a year earlier to 2,657 crore rupees. Revenue, meanwhile, rose as much as 3% to over 15,600 crore rupees. Now, ITC, meanwhile, has reported a rise in profit while its margin came in lower than estimated on account of sustained input cost inflation. The company's consolidated profit rose over 6% to just under 5,000 crore rupees. The quarterly revenue was dragged by agricultural and paperboard businesses, export restrictions on rice and wheat curbed agribusiness growth, while the performance of the paperboard's paper and packaging segment reflect the impact of low priced Chinese supplies and muted demand in export markets. Now, onto regulatory news, the Securities and Exchange Board of India has issued a framework revising its borrowing requirements for companies recognized as large corporates. Besides revising the existing threshold to be recognized as a large corporate, the new framework also introduces an incentive-based system for compliance as opposed to the present penalty-based one. Now, according to the new rules, an entity with an outstanding uh, long-term borrowing of 1,000 crore rupees or more would be classified as a large corporate. This revises the present requirement of 100 crore rupees and more. These entities, according to the new framework, would still be expected to raise 25% of their incremental borrowings through debt securities, but rather than complying with the requirement in a financial year... They can meet that requirement over three years. Now, in other news, India has unveiled the import management system for inbound foreign shipments of laptops and tablets, among other electronic items, in a move that may help reduce the uncertainty faced by industry ever since import curbs were announced in August. The ministry of commerce informed yesterday that importers will now have to seek an import authorization for customs clearance which will be issued in the end-to-end online format now turning to international markets u.s stocks ended lower with the three benchmark indices dropping between 0.75 to one percent and the three early rises in the asia pacific region have also started with cuts do remember though that The Indian equity markets stayed relatively resilient with the benchmarks dropping about a third of a percent in the face of global selling in yesterday's session. So, what's on the cards at the end of the week? Neeraj is joining in to tell you just that. Morning, Neeraj. Over to you. Good morning, Alex. Well, FedSpeak did precious
1: little to stop the yields from reaching uh, or nudging the 5% mark, if you will, and therefore, just looking at what the U.S. markets and the European markets did, um, and the number of negative catalysts around, uh, it just it does seem that the pressure points for our markets could continue as well. You know, we've been we've been very resilient thus far. The only question is, with Brent at ninety three, yields at five percent, global markets looking wobbly. Uh, for how long can this resilience continue? May it last, but. Uh, it seems uh, slightly difficult for us to assume that that is how it will be. Nevertheless, predicting the markets has become a bit of a mugs game, so I'm not going to attempt to do that. And, and largely, i avoid doing that. But the point being that uh, uh, we are trading near the 50-day simple moving average, and therefore, today's trade becomes important uh, in light of the fact, as I said, the multiple negative catalysts. Keep in mind that banking... Uh, may find it difficult to be very very directional considering that tomorrow is a big banking day in terms of results There is ICICI, Kotak, Yes Bank, RBL Bank, even IDBI Bank so therein uh, lies a big um, direction providing results there tomorrow so maybe a bit sideways even in terms of numbers relative to yesterday which had four nifty names there's only JSW Steel and then some other important numbers like JSW Energy or PTM or 197. Uh, there is the Loris Labs. Uh, there is Century Textiles. But not as big a day as the one that we've seen yesterday. Uh, so, therefore, bottom up action. Um, ITC, the numbers were okay, but top line beat was offset by a soft margin performance. I would reckon that the dividend yield continues to provide downside support. And that's what key brokerages have said as well. So maybe it starts off flattish, maybe marginally higher. So that's to be watched out for. No such luck for HUL, though. I must say, a pretty flattish performance. Uh, I didn't think that the commentary was that great either. So let's wait and watch what that one does. United Breweries had some issues in the quarter. I just looking at the comparables. While revenue numbers were okay, operationally the margins took a bit of a hit. Pat down twenty percent. Maybe the stock reacts negatively. Voltas revenues were okay, but Margins took a hit, uh, and therefore that stock too uh, could be maybe interesting to watch, maybe with a bit of a downward bias. I would reckon the same true hold, holds true for Tata Communication, wherein the revenue numbers were flattish, and EBIT and margin performance looked very wobbly as a result of which the pat was down 42% sequentially. So may have a bit of a corrective move. Um, what uh, did okay? Well, Tata Coffee, I'll start off with that. Revenues were down 3%, but margin performance exceptional. And the reported PAT looks down 56% because of an exceptional gain of 136 crores in the previous quarter last year, which is the comparable quarter. Else, the profit number two could have looked much better. Uh, similarly, Sagar Cements, mixed numbers, if you will, revenues up 23%, but the margin improved quite dramatically. However, still in the net loss, even though the net loss has reduced considerably. Some strong numbers include Havels, revenue growth of 6%, operating margins expand nearly 160 odd basis points, PAT up 33%, watch out for that. Watch out for Chindal Stainless, well then revenues were up 12%, margins improved some 400, 500 basis points, and PAT was up 120% as a result. Or Scient with a 5% revenue growth, EBIT margin expansion, or EBIT margin staying constant, but the PAT up 8.5% or Hudson Agro because of the margin expansion pat up about 82%. Lastly, watch out for Zomato, the block deal. uh, Not at too much of a discount, uh, so watch out for that one. And watch out for um, two pharma companies, Indoco and Natco, because of the US FDA inspections and
0: the observations thereof. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend.